fun fact, Columbus is in the bad place because of all the raping, slave trade, and genocide. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? Uh, yes, welcome back to the comic book bullies. This is Eli, aka the Shred Skin. And joining me is my co-host. Oh, I, I bring myself in. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were bring me in tonight. Uh yeah. Welcome back to the comic book bullies. This is Leroy, aka Baby Man Thing. I didn't know if Eli was gonna bring me in tonight. You know, we're, we're trying to do, we're switching it up. Hold up, let's see if I fuck this up. Watch I fuck this up. Oh, I did it right this time. Okay. <laughs> That's what I did again to make sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're back with the episode. Want to jump in. Sorry about yesterday. We couldn't do it. It was the damnedest thing. I paid my internet bill an hour before we was about to record. Internet went out. And this is Mississippi. So, if it's on the weekend, that's it. Nobody's coming <laughs> to help you. So, I actually did get a notice that it was up until 2 o'clock today. So, yes, for 14 hours, I had no internet. Now, I know some people, you know, I know we live in a world where if you go 14 hours by internet, some people think it's just like, you might as well just, just hold my nose and just put me underwater. You know, what, what am I doing, supposed to do with 14 hours? Fortunately, I can live without <laughs> internet. I'm okay. I, we grew up in an area where internet didn't exist. We're older than Google. So that's the thing. Yeah. That's the, a lot of people don't know about that. So I still got some porno mags around here somewhere yeah because you, you just in case you, you you're emergency we call it our emergency stash yeah because <laughs> the internet goes out you don't have porn hub you gotta have an emergency stash so got some dvds guys right D dvd <laughs> what is that you know so yeah single player video games just cut them on yes they still work without internet you know i got just in case i got the snyder cut 4k blu-ray four hours i can watch it offline <laughs> so i have stuff to do i can make it without internet i'm okay but it screwed it up because we couldn't record the podcast so that's you know that's why i'm thinking like any other day i wouldn't care but right now damn and then you know what's even worse about that we're gonna get to the podcast but even worse about that i was in the middle of watching house of the dragon uh let me watch this before oh, the internet you gets still watching that I'm still watching it. I'm into it. I finally got into it. I kind of halfway know what's going on, but I was watching it. I, I I don't know what's happening. So by the time the internet came back on the next day, I, I go online, social media, the. Oh, shit. Are we on? Are we, are, yeah. Are you on? <laughs> I'm talking all this shit and then the internet about to go out again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the podcast. Well, actually, let's do some little uh, house clean. Well, not house clean or anything first. A thing is today. That's why I wanted to record it last night because I wanted to set up today. Because today is I want to wish, uh, I guess Eli happy uh, National Indigenous Peoples Day. Am I saying it right? Pretty much Indigenous Peoples Day. Indigenous Peoples Day is not national. Okay, not yet. Well, today the mayor of St. Paul finally declared today, you know, as Indigenous Peoples Day because it's been 
Columbus Day ever, ever since. <laughs> so oh, it's oh, it's, it's starting to catch on. <laughs> yes, our my city is now down with it, down with Indigenous People's Day officially. Oh. <laughs> Shit, are you there? <laughs> uh oh, his internet's going out. Just like my Somebody, was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you are, or not? Or not? Actually, I think it's me. Yeah, it's not even you. It's me. Okay. <laughs> All right. He'll come back in, or we'll settle. We'll, one of these things will happen. All right. So, uh, yeah, just want to say happy national. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if it's you and me. It might be me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you, but then, then I, but then you freeze up. So I don't know. Somebody's, okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll keep going. All right. So, like I said, National uh, Indigenous Peoples Day because we do not wish that fucker Christopher Columbus Day. The only Christopher, uh, only Columbus we acknowledge is Wallace. I fucked that line up. That's okay. Christopher. <laughs> Only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Thank you, Eli, for correcting me on a rap lyric. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That being said, we kind of move on to it because now, Eli, it's it's on you because you watched the movie because we we made a rule in October we start because it's a bunch of movies that came out, but we start with real horror first, <laughs> and then we go to the other shit. You know. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm gonna let you start off, and hopefully everything will move smoothly from here on out. But yeah, give it to us because the movie you watched was Hellraiser. Hellraiser on Hulu. Yes, Hellraiser. Okay. Hulu's Hellraiser. Yes, the new one. Um, uh, brand new, supposedly a reboot, rehash, requel, whatever you, what have you. Um, a fresh take on Clive Barker's classic um, tale. Based on one of his books, The Hellbound Heart, he actually made two movies, Hellraiser and then Hellraiser 2 Hellbound, which I think are classics. I love, especially the first one. The second one's cool. Both those movies are, are classics to me. And then a bunch of shitty sequels came out that I don't give a fuck about. I haven't even seen them all. Most of them suck. Um, what's his face did one? Scott Derrickson, the guy who did uh, Doctor Strange. Um he directed I know he's Hell- Shazam. I, I can't remember. It's one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. He he did the the first Doctor Strange movie. Um, he uh he made a Hellraiser movie and I I, I did not enjoy it. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and this one, it was a fresh take. It's all, all new, a whole new story, all new Cenobites, you know, they're very controversial. They're getting a woman to play Pinhead, the lead Cenobite. Um, causing a lot of uh, rifts on the internet, you know, from you know who. Um, oh, good. Yeah. That you know, crowd. Yeah. That crowd that even though Pinhead or the Hell Priest in the original novel was androgynous and sort of was, was femme, you know, appearing, had a femme appearance, anyways. Um, but yeah, so it's all new Cenobites, all new characters, um, still the same principle. Uh, you know, if, if you're not familiar with Hellraiser, the Hellraiser movies, the concept is people seek out the greatest pleasures. Um, and once they feel they've experienced the great, once they have expe- feel they've experienced everything, they seek out the lament configuration, which is the puzzle box. Um, they solve the puzzle and that opens this portal to like hell where the Cenobites come and uh, basically rip your body apart and make you experience more pains and pleasure. Hmm. Um, and uh, the first movie, yes, we, we, we were introduced to a guy, Frank, who escaped hell 
and you know, uh, and and Kirsty Cotton, who, who sent him back, and all that. But this is a whole new, whole new um, set of characters. It, it's it's about this. She's a recovering addict, um, and she she's like, I think she, what happens? She robs the they they go rob a house, and they end up stealing the the the, the puzzle box. End up solving it. Um, and then the Cenobites come and start tormenting her. But then she's like, I didn't mean to open it. And says, well, you need to, you need to feed the box. You need to like, give us a soul. So what she starts doing is starts, you got to cut yourself on the box that, that, that marks your blood that brings the Cenobites to you. So she ends up, you know, finding people to send to hell, so to speak. Um, and when I think about it, it sounds like she's kind of sounds like a garbage person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, of course, we introduced to this one, this rich billionaire asshole who has the, the, the puzzle box and he's been using it to send souls to the Cenobites in hopes of gaining the prize of um, hopes of becoming a Cenobite yourself. Because that's what happens in these movies. You can become a Cenobite. Leviathan, this god that lives in hell, he seeks out humans that have a dark nature or, you know, just basically assholes. And he, um, basically if you prove yourself worthy, you can become a Cenobite. Um, and that's what he's trying to do. So there's that side plot. Um, and I gotta say the Cenobites were fine. The new, uh, hell priest, she was fine. That was all cool. The effects were great. The kills were cool. However, I found this movie very, very long and kind of boring. Mm. I started to doze off during it. <laughs> Was it and the now, plot or? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, it's like two hours. It's like 30 minutes too long. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a long movie. And it, ha it, it goes through these really long stretches of just exposition and talking and, um, and just kind of became kind of a slog towards the middle. Um, and I was really kind of nodding off, you know, and that's, of course, you know, I, I have been moving, I've been busy a lot. So I'm like constantly doing shit. So when I try to sit down and watch something, I've been falling asleep on, I fell asleep on the new Andor episode too. So oh damn, okay. <laughs> so I've been falling asleep on the, when you, when you were posting the Thursday night football, I fell asleep mm -hmm. on that game too. Well, damn, I think I did too, but yeah, I wouldn't move. <laughs> well, I heard, I heard that game was shitty anyway, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just been like, you know, you, you really gotta, yeah, so you really gotta hold my attention now. Like, cause I'm just so burnt down and just been busy, so busy lately. Um, but I found this movie to be very slow and kind of boring. Um, I didn't really connect with any of the characters. I felt like this recovering drug addict is sort of like this thing now that that it's like a it's like a trope now in these new this new wave of e what i call emo horror mm -hmm. where all like yeah i'm not a fan of movies like hereditary or midsummer or the lighthouse or any like these people that are just kind of shitty shitty characters that are that that treat people like shit and they're just a, it's just a bummer basically these new wave of horror movies are just really bummed out dramas and then some gory shit happens in them you know and then it's a new horror movie 
and th- they call it elevated horror and all this mm-hmm. these, psychological these horror. Yeah, the, yeah, all this crap. And I just find them all kind of boring and not very fun to watch. And that's what I felt they were doing. Oh, she's a she's a recovering addict. She's trying to you know get past her trauma and all this shit and the, the fucked up things in her life. And um, and 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 it gets a little gets a little bit of a slog to watch. So I was not really a fan of this. That's just me. I know a lot of people are loving this movie. Um, I've heard people say it's the best horror Hellraiser ever. Um, I don't think so. Uh, um, I, I have, uh, yeah, they're, they're praising the, the new Cenobites. I find, yeah, the Cenobites are fine. She's cool. The new Cenobites that they have, you know, there's a group of them. You know, all the, 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 the flair or whatever. I thought there was some really gnarly scenes that actually made me wince. Some of the kills were like, oh, shit, you know. So mm-hmm. it does have its moments. But overall, I found it slow. found it mm-hmm. slow and long. I felt like they could have cut a lot down and just tightened it, tightened it up. And, yes, they do set up a sequel where, like, this, this rich billionaire asshole, it might be coming back and probably as a Cenobite. So yeah, I mean, I give it a, I'll give, I'll give it a three out of five, and that's probably being generous, you know. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> you know, I pro- I probably don't like it that much, but I don't know if I'm, I, I don't know if I'm gonna watch this again. Okay, that's what, I, that's what I'm, that's gonna ask you. Do you think it deserves another rewatch? Like I said, you, you exhausted, you know, maybe. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't locked in on this movie, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you score right i don't know, you know yeah who knows uh maybe 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 yeah who knows later on down the line but i've tried that before i've tried that with a bunch of i didn't like it and then i'll give it another watch and then like no i still don't like it you know and then i'm <laughs> even more mad because i watched it again You're right. you should have went with your first instinct <laughs> <laughs> yeah damn i had to sit through this shit again <laughs> <laughs> all right okay can, can we get to the to the fluffy horror now sure cute cute fluffy okay cute, all right fluffy horror yeah let's, horror, let's go yeah Ho- horror yeah all right so for those that know we're talking about we are talking about uh werewolf by night it's a disney special so yes this halloween is halloween special halloween special yes horror by disney so mm-hmm. there you go uh what i thought about this movie let, eli let me let me go first let me go first okay. before before you just, just tear off into it. <laughs> How do you know I'm gonna do that? Just, just, just let me go first. Oh, <laughs> uh, first off, I saw it in your eyes. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. It's a time. It's a time. <laughs> All right. So, first thing, what I want to say about this movie is that I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. Like I said, I had no expectation about it whatsoever. Didn't care about watching it. I don't even think I ever read a Werewolf by Night comic book. I mean, I think Eli has me over that, you know. But I'm like, yeah, let me just turn this shit on. Let me just see what happened. And, and like you, Eli, when it first came on, I was halfway paying attention. But by the end of it, I was thoroughly enjoying it. I was thoroughly enjoying it. I thought it was fun. It was, I, I realized what Marvel was doing with the Marvel's going a different direction, which we always want Marvel to do. We want Marvel to switch it up, you know, do something different. What they did with this, this, uh, not a movie, not a TV show. It's somewhere in between. It's a special, yeah. you know, and it's basically an homage or a love letter to the old Universal Monster movies. That's basically what it is, like the old Wolfman and stuff like that. It's basically that. It's all in black and white. One reason I think they did it in black and white, one thing it adds to the to the aesthetic of it, you know, and another reason you can get away with more shit 
you know, in black and white, just like in Kill Bill, when she fought the Crazy 88, everything went black and white. I'm pretty sure Eli, correct me, not a wrong like that. Like if Quentin, you know, didn't do that, the movie would have been NC-17 with all the violence going on. <laughs> I, I think yeah. something was like that, yeah. you know. All the blood so, that was flowing. <laughs> right. So the blood, so you do it in black and white, the blood goes from red to just black. You can get away with more shit because, and I'm not even saying this was That's not Deadpool. blood, it's chocolate syrup. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> Mm, you know tasty you know and so but i'm not saying the violence was deadpool or logan or even any other netflix shows it wasn't that this was i was actually Disney. surprised how hard it did go <laughs> i'm i'm not like i said they they pushed it as far as what we expect yeah, from disney to do i didn't expect do. it to go that hard like it went yeah. pretty hard i was like whoa oh shit oh this is disney isn't it no shit all right Wait, here's the thing here's the thing eli the reason I wasn't like over like, oh shit, because we saw this in Doctor Strange. Like we saw the violence in Doctor Strange. We saw like a dude get his head blown off. Like that shit shocked me. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? You know. <laughs> so what I'm saying is in that now don't don't get me wrong. Like I said, at the end when he was just gnawing people, like I said, the werewolf. There's a werewolf in this movie. It's called Werewolf by Night, you know. So when he just started just gnawing people, I think he even like uh gutted somebody, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, yeah. That shit is awesome. You know, I'm, I'm loving this shit right here. Blood splattered on the screen, something like that. Like, okay, Disney, I see you. You know, so like I said, but but it's still within the parameters of Disney. I never felt like they stepped outside of Disney. It, they just went to the border of Disney. Disney said, "Here's the gun line. Don't cross the gun line." And they basically like took their toe like right at the line as far as they go. But that's it. But they didn't go over. Stuck their nose over. Yeah, they stuck their nose. Like, mm, am, I, am I too far? Okay, I'm good. Okay, all right. So that's one thing about that. Uh, like I said, they call it Werewolf by Night, but the werewolf actually didn't show up to like the very end of it. I forgot a werewolf was even in this movie. <laughs> I was just watching it. So when a werewolf did show, I'm like, oh yeah, this this show is called Werewolf by Night. Okay, let's see what's going on. Because I was into the the girl, the Bloodstone chick. Now, like I said, these are Marvel characters. Uh, Jack Russell, the Werewolf by Night. Yes, he is a werewolf in a comic. They had a bunch of comic runs. Elsa Bloodstone is in a comic. Now, don't ask me who she is. I don't know her from Fiddle McFaddle. I've never heard of her. I mean, I've heard of her. She was part of the Midnight Suns and shit. Like when I, like the Dark Hole, like that whole, all that Midnight Suns. The, the 90s? Shit with the, I, don't, I don't think yeah. she was in the 90s. She was, I don't yeah. think she was in the 90s run. Maybe not, but I know yeah, she, she may have been up. like yeah. later on, but yeah, yeah then that, that, I, I remember that run. It was like, there was just a bunch of hard ass, badass. I don't remember some, some chick there, but Marvel's making her thing. So I knew she was going to pop up in a movie sooner or later. Uh, let's talk about. The main thing that everybody's talking about this thing, man thing, yes, he is the most cutest, cuddliest, adorable monster you will ever see. It, it, there will be plush toys of man thing, Eli. I'm telling you, they're coming this Christmas. Everybody gonna want to. I want a man thing. You, look, you can just hug it. You know it's gonna be there because he was so adorable. Now, I've, now I've read some man thing comics before. I've read some comics where man thing pops up. He was never adorable. It was like, oh, get the fuck out of here, man. But now here, yeah. up motherfuckers. right? Yeah, but here, even when he's burning up motherfuckers, then he gives like a sad look at shit, like, like a puppy dog face. I'm like, what are you doing with man thing? But you know what? It's Disney. I could deal with it because it felt like anytime man thing, because it's supposed to be the exact opposite of man thing shows up, but it's like anytime man thing showed up, it reminded me I'm watching a Disney project. So even though man thing is supposed to be cause like i said he had what a, a 2005 horror movie or some shit yeah there was one that came out yeah it was around yeah. then yeah 2005 it was all like he was Something like, like part native and shit it was like in the swamps and some native reservation and shit mm -hmm. they should throw that on disney plus 
they throw everything else might as well yeah yeah like throw that shit on disney plus it was like yeah it was like yeah total like early 2000s yeah around 2005 yeah everything what, was digital and shit the digital they, they might not own the rights because you know back then it was the wild wild west with marvel with their rights you know 2005 so, oh who but, was it know. dimension or some Lions, they, they probably whoever what, did probably yeah, Lions Gates or some yeah. shit, you know, some Harvey. Or Disney probably that. owns them. If, it was, if, it, if it was Lions Gates, then it was pro or Dimension. I think that was a a subdivision of Miramax of Disney, which Mir which Disney did own. Yeah, they own Miramax. They did own Miramax. So if yeah. it was Miramax, Disney owned them. Yeah. Yeah. So they could yeah. throw if that if if that's the case, then they could throw yeah the man they, thing the it, shitty man thing movie. <laughs> yeah, it's Marvel. They can do what they want, or Disney can do what they want. So. Um. Yeah, that's my thing about this. Like I said, it went as hard as it could. I, I thoroughly recommend it. Honestly, Eli, I think this is one of the best Phase Four projects Marvel put out because it steps outside of the box. It's like you watch, you be like, "Huh, this is interesting." You know, interesting characters. It gets in, it gets out. It's not a series, it's not a movie. You watch it, you be like, and it's over when it when it gets good. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, everybody was entertaining. Uh, I do want to say one thing about the main chick, Elsa Bloodstone. She is not Jessica Jones. <laughs> that is not the same actress. Two different people. That is racist for you to think that. Just put that out there. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, oh, and another thing about it, the director of this. Well, I had to look up the director. Like who directed? And it turned out the director is I'm screwing his name up. Michael G. G ah, it's, whatever his name a, is. Some kind of Italian looks like. Yeah, that guy. Giancarlo the, or something. That guy. But that guy. This is first time directing. He's actually a composer. He did the soundtrack for the Batman and all of the the MCU Ro Spider-Man movies. Rogue One and shit. Rogue One, like that's what he does. So that's what he knows. This so this is for this is theatrical theatrical debut and plus, well, not theatrical, wasn't in theaters, but you get you know what I mean. De de uh, directorial debut. Plus, he did the soundtrack for this also. The soundtrack of this uh, show is awesome. You know, movie, whatever you want to call it. So I just found out that Kevin Feige fired the director to Blade. There you go. I mean, hell, <laughs> don't think twice about it. Just put the guy in the street and just, just go, you know. Uh, so overall, yeah, like I said, the guy to get out, I'm going to give a review, four to five. I liked it. I recommend it. Watch it. If you don't, if you're scared of scary movies and shit is too much for you, this doesn't go that hard. You got some this, jump scares like that. This could be like an entry, like a, like a stepping stone into horror, you know, yeah. for like kids or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid, kids would love this because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it makes you jump. It's you know, but it's not too much. Yeah, it's like a Monster Squad or a Gremlins or a Lost. Yeah, it, that's, that's like exactly that. what it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, so it's not it's not too hard. This isn't Jeffrey Dahmer no shit like that. You know, this is just <laughs> you know, like I said, man. And the man thing is adorable. So even if they did, the kids will love man thing. So yeah. yeah. So uh, go ahead, Eli. I know what you're about to. <laughs> no, I thought it was okay. You know, I did like that. Yes, it was homage to Universal Monsters. It's funny because like last week. I watched the, the the creature trilogy, like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I watched all his movies, mm -hmm. um, and yeah. So watching those, and then watching Werewolf by Night, same shit, black and white. The title, same sort of font, title cards with the music. It totally emulated Universal Monsters. Um, so I thought that was cool. I thought the mood, the mood and the atmosphere was cool. Like I said, I was surprised at the action, that the action went a little hard, that they, 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 the kills were a little, like, edgy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I had fun with it for the most part. I, my, only, my only gripes is the transformation. 
You know, we didn't we didn't get a transformation scene, and that's to me. Well, okay, as, let, let, let a, me ask. You, yeah, okay. I'm gonna say, let, let me ask you this. Like I said, you, you're you're my horror expert on the show, yeah. and you just watched the old Universal movies. Now, how was the transformation on those movies? Well, for the well and creature, he's already transformed. He's you just you mm-hmm. first you see like claws, and then they reveal it you know, halfway through, but in the Wolfman, yes, he had the crude dissolves of how he transforms, but just as a werewolf movie, horror fans sort of judge werewolf movies on the transformations. That's why American Werewolf in London and the Howling, they're like top tier. They won like Academy Awards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They invented the special effects Academy Awards because of American Werewolf in London, because Rick Baker did such an awesome job. So, you know, this, we need to give this guy a trophy. So we're just going to make up this best special effects or whatever, makeup effects or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, I th- the fact that it happened off screen was a little disappointing be- because it's Disney. And I was like, wow, I'd like to see what Disney will do with the werewolf transformation. So the fact that we it happened off screen, I mean, it showed a little bit with his hand sort mm-hmm. of turning. Um, yeah, so I was, that, that was my most disappointing uh my gripe about it is we didn't get to see him actually turn into the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we got like, and we said, Oh, it's our, it's, it's Disney. It's PG 13, blah, blah, blah. But Hey, Mortal Kombat too. We saw Nightwolf turn into the shitty CGI werewolf. <laughs> Shit. You know, I wouldn't, I mean, <laughs> still, I guess I will, I guess, but yeah. But yeah, if you if you could have did some Disney shit like that, you know, just trans, he doesn't have to get an agony and bones breaking and arms, mm-hmm hand stretching like an american werewolf it could just be you know him transform into you know into a werewolf and uh so that's that's my main gripe is we we were we were kind of i felt kind of robbed that we didn't get to see disney's version of a werewolf transformation you know i I gotta give it a pass on eli i gotta disagree with you on that now i understand (laughs) in any other movie i agree with you on it but i'm not giving it a pass because disney is disney no i'm not saying that i'm just saying like i said since it was an homage to universal like movies, I think going, you know, low budget and low fire with this and low special effects and low CGI, I think that was by design. You know, since the Universal Mall, you know, maybe had like dissolves, they didn't go all out in 1940s Wolfman like that. I think they wanted to, you know, evoke that same image instead of just going all CGI and try to go for special effects. I, I think that was it, it was all on purpose, I think. Yeah. You know, saying, it's could, all suggested horror. They could have like grew his fangs or something. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. And especially like the design. You you can tell he wasn't like a lichen, like in like uh underworld movies or whatever like that. Right. You know, he was just uh he he looked like the wolfman. He looked yeah. like teenage werewolf or werewolf of London. He had that old school universal monster design. Right. You know, but like I said, the, going yeah. to the comics, Werewolf by Night, Jack Russell in the in the seventies run. He didn't look all that different. He just looked like a dude, you know, like, like Chewbacca. That's what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah like Chaka from Land of the Lost. <laughs> right, right. It wasn't like overly, you know, exactly. Yeah. It was just a simple design. That's all it was. So yeah. I think they were, I think they were going for that. They, they were trying to go low tech on purpose. And I applauded for that. Because like I said, it, it is Disney. They can just throw money at everything. And it feel like this one, they decided to hold back. And I think the movie or especially what you want to call it is better for that. Yeah. So that's that's, just, so, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah, that yeah. that's I mean that's my only thing. I wish we could have saw a, a transformation. And I guess I was getting a little antsy 
towards the middle because it was just humans fighting. I wanted more monster. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to to bring out fluffy ass man thing, but I wanted. <laughs> It would have been cool to see more, Ma. And it was cool to see, but, like, the, the, the trophies. Of, oh, they killed the vampire. But, but that killed. was the theme. That, like I said, Eli, we, 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 we're going to disagree on this movie. And like I said, that was the theme of the movie is that they were trying to show that the monsters aren't as monstrous as the humans. The humans are the monsters in the movie. Yeah, but it would be cool to you still know. see them fight them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you, you saw the trophies and shit. It was, you know, I just want to see some more monster action, you know, mm -hmm. so towards the towards the middle i was like okay we're just seeing people fight each other and i guess that's my that, that comes from my i'm not a fan of the underworld movies because right. of that very thing because it's supposed to be vampires versus werewolves and right what, but what they, you see and, in in those movies yeah. is vampires who are just pale humans fighting werewolves in human form so all you're seeing is just people fight each other right. like, oh i want some <laughs> monster action and i don't get to see much of that in those movies and towards the middle, I was like, okay, we're just seeing the same old fights of people fighting them. I'm, I'm just watching a Kung Fu movie. They said, you know. Um, uh, so, yeah. But I did like those, yeah, seeing those vampire trophies and the and the shitty, I think it was a Wendigo, the shitty Marvel they, Wendigo. <laughs> Wendigo Sasquatch. I think I think they actually named Bigfoot one of them, but whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, but Marvel's Wendigo is like, you know, the native uh, monster. They make them look like, yeah, like a teddy bear, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was cool to see those little references and stuff. But overall, I I, 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 I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> you know what? That's that's the best we can, that's the I best compliment fall, you can give. I fell you asleep did not on fall asleep. Andor. I fell asleep mm -hmm. on Andor, but I did not fall asleep during Werewolf by Night. So. Review quotes: Eli did not fall asleep. <laughs> so that so they did something right. They kept my attention. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. so in that case, maybe I did like it more than Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> you even gonna buy man thing, pussy doll? Like I can see it now. <laughs> oh so, man. yeah, I'll give it a solid three out of five. You know shit. It was, it you know was, what? That's that's all like that's all I actually left. That's all I actually I kind of yeah, I left my expectations at the I just wanted to, my only expectation was the transformation. And when I didn't get to see that, I was like, oh man, that's it. Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. Okay, he's a werewolf now. Then he started kicking ass as a werewolf. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like I said, the action, the level of violence surprised me. I wasn't expecting it to go that hard, you know. So yeah, people getting his throat slit. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a lot of stuff in there. So yeah. Dude was getting like, yeah, stabbed in the head and shit. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Okay. All right. So, next thing we're going to talk about is we're going to keep moving through it. Like I said, if anybody's jumping in, we're going to talk about She-Hulk, episode eight, Ribbon and Rip It is the name of the episode because they wanted to make sure they start off with Frogman or Frog boy or frog face, whatever. Nobody cares what the guy's name was. Frogger. All that matters, yeah. They're playing Frogger. Frogger. They play that. That pissed me off when She Hulk picked up that Frogger arcade and just smashed that shit. I like. I don't like with, with Frog boy. I'm like, no, don't do that. I like that. You know how hard that shit is to find. But anyway, uh, I, I did not fall asleep on She Hulk either. It's thirty minutes. See, like, <laughs> you would have had to literally go like, let me put on She Hulk. Mm. <laughs> like damn all right so yeah we're gonna talk about a brief i was trying to find a thing but i can't find a thing no matter if i can't find a thing so yeah 
what I think about this this episode, honestly, this is easily far and away the best episode of She-Hulk. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we're not even going to debate that. It's far away the best thing. Uh, I do think this was almost a perfect episode for me because, well, like I said, when I heard a She-Hulk episode, a show was announced, and everything I want in a She-Hulk episode, like just one episode, this checked the box. I want to see her and Daredevil do court battle shit. They did that. I want to see her and Daredevil do super fights. They did that shit. Because that's just, you know, superhero trope one-on-one. Heroes got to fight because of misunderstanding. Boom. Yeah. They team up. They fight. You know, stupid shit. You expect that. Jokes yeah. here and there. So you got your comedy, your action. It's all mixed in. Perfect blend. The jokes were funny. When that white dude went Wakanda forever and I cringed, I like that shit was funny to me, you know. Uh, so the jokes landed. So, like I said, up until then, Daredevil doing the walk of shame, you know, that was hilarious to me. And I do want to say one thing. I know people are upset because this isn't technically Netflix Daredevil. Like, I where the continuity, I don't give a shit about continuity. I just mean like the tone of it. They, they this want, isn't the tone. They wanted like tough tough manly sad sack daredevil right. like it, batman it rain, daredevil. yeah it <laughs> rains wherever he walks yeah. you know so like he just stares out into the distance that's that's what the they shadows want shadows dim just for him you know he monologues <laughs> to himself the yeah. city is my yeah. vagina or some shit you know whatever you know just shit like that so they wanted him to do that the whole time but he didn't do that he just joked around you know well my ass isn't kicked you know, he, <laughs> Like he cracking a smile? What the fuck? What's happening here? Yeah, you know? daredevil smile. Right. Like, ugh, what? <laughs> so because that, and that's the thing. Like, if you only know Netflix Daredevil, or if you only know Frank Miller's Daredevil, that's the Daredevil you're gonna get. But the thing or, is, or Daredevil is Daredevil, or, or Bendis Daredevil. Right. You know, just dark. Or brooding. I'm I'm, re I'm I'm read currently reading uh, Brubaker's Daredevil. Same shit. Just right. Just mad daredevil, mad yeah. Like if you daredevil. read Frank Miller's Daredevil, that's all you get. You know, it's it's just that detective noir shit, you know. Yeah. But but there are other runs of Daredevil where he is jokey, funny, campy. Stan Lee made him, remember, and he put him in that gold and red mustard shit. So yeah, he wanted him to be, you know, a, a fun character to begin with, and then he went that direction later on, you know. Mark Way's run, it was, you know, it, like Daredevil has funny runs sometimes. So he ain't just, you know, depressed Dark Batman the whole time, you know. So that's the direction they decided to go with on the show. And I was satisfied with that. I was like, okay, if that's the direction they're going with it, that's fine. And plus, Charlie Cox kills it anyway. And so, and yeah. What's funny is like, I think what this show is doing is it's kind of making, it's poking fun at like, fanboys who just want to bitch you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. at the trolls at the internet trolls that are just bitching about shit i think they're aware that people are bitching about this show and they're sort of subverting expectations just to make them even more mad you know so yeah oh we're waiting for daredevil we want to see Daredevil. we're only watching this show for daredevil and right. so they finally bring daredevil in and they make them kind of campy and fun and shit so because they know they're gonna get mad <laughs> they know they're right <laughs> so it's like they're purposely fucking with these hashtag trolls. not my daredevil yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that's funny i think I, I i like it even more because they're doing right they're doing that. how dare daredevil has fun what, yeah. the, what the fuck is this you know? yeah he's, he's he had sex or but it's like that's what we're, when we're talking about like like the harley quinn show how they're like they're making you rethink these tough guy heroes 
Right. You know what I mean, the like Batman, yeah, you're Daredevils and you're Punisher, and, and even like Joker on on Harley Quinn, how they're like sort of deconstruction the the male trauma and what drives males men to be whatever to get right. their revenge and become heroes or villains or whatever you know and sort of kind of poking fun at it you know and i think that that's what harley quinn and i think that's what she hulk is doing it's like i don't have to be pissed off like i don't need to control my anger bruce because uh, you know i'm a woman and we get fucking shit on all the time you know yeah we cry more but <laughs> right <laughs> but we don't like throw mantrums and punch walls like you know, douchebag dudes do all the time. And I think right, that's because they know they can get away with it, you know. Just... Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing with the show is they're taking Daredevil, who they even said, Oh, is this where you brood when he's on that? Right. <laughs> yeah, they're making fun of it, right? They're <laughs> making fun of that, the brooding superhero. And I think that's funny. It's it's funny, you know. So yeah, fuck so... them if they can't take it to all these guys, go punch a wall again. Oh, not my daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil has sex. I can't relate to him. <laughs> Hell yeah, Daredevil has sex. <laughs> and that's the whole point they're trying to make. They're like, oh, She-Hulk just sleeps around. So like that. Daredevil sleeps around. Watch the Netflix show. Every chick he looked at, he, he knocked down. I mean, he does, in the but comics, he fucks everybody. <laughs> yeah, just, just goes nuts. Yeah. So He's blind Captain Kirk. He just fucks everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah and plus it's funny like every youtube reaction of a uh the women that that review the show and watching it like any like when she looks in the camera she's like anybody else feeling this to me and every woman that i see review it's like yes yes i'm feeling it too so like okay so basically she doing what she she <laughs> she's living through you basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> she hulk is you so yeah, yeah. so that, that's why i say for what i was looking for in a she hulk show uh, episode this was a perfect episode until that last 10 minutes Which i'm not even saying the last 10 minutes last 10 minutes five minutes whatever like that yeah the the female choice awards whatever the fuck she won i'm not even saying it was a bad scene i'm just saying i don't know how that scene the tone of it clashed with all this fun we were having mm-hmm. we had all this fun we had this great show stuff like that then we end on this dark scene where it just takes a a wild turn and i think that turn Kind of puts a damper on you know what we just seen maybe you could have had that in another episode or maybe have more episodes something like that you know i, I think it would have would have flowed a bit we need more of a flow than just five minutes oh everything's fucked up you know especially yeah. when we were having fun you know 30 minutes before that, that that's well, that's my that's my only thing but what's funny is she even acknowledges that she says oh we should end it here but why right. are we, why are we why are we taking this episode an extra five minutes are we going to reveal an enemy (laughs) you know so she even acknowledged that like what you just said (laughs) that is true she did she did yeah she did lampshade it so yeah uh and like i said it was fucked up what they did like i said they released a sex tape now i knew josh was going to do some fucked up shit i just thought he was going to release naked pictures up online because like i said he was snapping pictures up like that so i thought that's what they were going to do i didn't think he filmed the whole sex tape so and that's when she just flipped out and she started raging and we saw a glimpse of savage she-hulk yeah. so when we saw Sha- savage she-hulk then because like she was she was incoherent she was just yelling at the dude when she grabbed him like i want to just rip his head off you know and it kind of proves that what we were thinking what i was thinking at the very beginning for all the way from episode one to this bruce was right she was like once they see you as the monster they can't unsee it he told her that back in episode one and so and she showed them the monster what the repercussions of it in the next episode? I guess we have to see, you know. But it's just it's just interesting how it all came full circle. So I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying that part right there. Mm-hmm. So 
like I said, it wasn't bad. It's just that this was a perfect episode, and to end like that, I gotta knock it from a perfect episode. No. <laughs> Save that so, shit when she was the therapist. So it's a shit, four point you know? five out of five. <laughs> I'm four point five out of five. Support four point five out of five for me. Other than that, honestly, this is probably one of the to me best single episodes. One of the best single episodes that Disney Plus has done of Marvel. Of Marvel, Eli, calm down. Put your guns down. <laughs> 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 Wait, so, so you ain't watching Mighty Ducks, motherfucker? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh shit, that's all I'm no, saying. I, so, no, I, I, I liked it too. I thought, I thought this was a blast. I had, I had a fucking blast watching this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, I didn't, Eli I didn't, didn't fall asleep on it. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind the Daredevil shit. I didn't mind him being funny. I didn't mind him not, not doing the hallway scene and shit. I was, and I, mean, I even but, but saw he, that. But he did the hallway scene. Yeah, it was funny because like, oh shit, more like when more guys showed up, like he kicked a few asses, but then another yeah. bunch of dudes showed up again. I was like, oh, she's gonna kick, she's gonna beat these guys up, and sure enough, right. she like just drops down, it just on drops on the like She Hulk smash. Yeah. Now yeah, my so. thing is, a lot of people saying that She Hulk saved him. I don't think she saved him. I think what happened, Daredevil knew she was coming, yeah. so he made he put himself as bait at the end of the hallway to make them come. He like, I'm, just, I'm just set him up. Yeah. And just watching him like flip around and do all that flippy flip shit. Yeah, and I know people were upset. Yeah, we never got to see him do that in the Netflix show. You see him do that. He's like Spider Man in the comics, right? (laughs) You know, but and and I get it. In Netflix, you want to have it more practical. It's more real world because it's Netflix and MCU. You can get away with that because CGI. But it's 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 fun watching it both ways. You know. Yeah. Like it is comic accurate. Him doing all that parkour, flippy flip shit. Yeah, Spider Man, Black Panther. He's on that same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I no, I I I I liked it. You know, shit. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, but I know people upset. I know people are and making favorite, up reasons to shit on you. And I love Frank Miller's run. I love Bendis's run. I love dark brooding Daredevil. You know, I do like that. But mm-hmm. I had fun with this. You know. Yeah, so yeah, and it's okay to like both. You can like more than one version of character. Like I said, a lot of these characters have been around for so long and different writers show up, they usually have different tones. Like we talk about Batman all day. Why isn't he brooding like Batman? Hell, Batman's been campy. <laughs> Yo, Batman started the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so uh yeah. All right. So we can move past that. What do we got next? I think it's on you. Is no, it's on me. It on oh me? shit. It is on me. I don't have a thing up for it, so we're just gonna just move on for it. Let's talk about the Black Panther trailer real quick okay i didn't do a thing but we'll do it um eli it gave me chills i'm not even gonna lie it, it gave me chills just watching it the whole time like oh i'm excited for this you know uh i do want this uh, this thing i just want to show this now people are still saying well we don't know it's sure how the fuck you not know it's sure who the fuck can <laughs> wear a 90 pound black panther suit like that <laughs> who I'm, I'm, I'm curious like who do they think it might be so i don't know like it's nobody else but Shuri. It's especially following the comic book storyline. It's Shuri. Stop second guessing. Stop listening to all these. Stop listening to we got this covered. Stop listening to all these bullshit YouTube site and TikTok videos. Just make up bullshit for no reason. It's Shuri. Spoiler alert. It's Shuri. You know. <laughs> so uh also we did a live reaction. Well, I did a live reaction. You, you know, did. check it out on the YouTube channel. It's that Eli, check out the, the, the thumbnail skills. 
Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chroma keying like a motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to toot my own horn head too, too, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, all we got to say about that black kid. So that's what we got on the rest of that. Uh, what do we got next? Is, is it on you? Yeah. This is on you. Is it? We, we got to, we, we have to, we have to talk, Eli. We have to talk. We have to talk about your behavior this week. <laughs> what I do yep. now. You know what you did. You know what you did. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh <shit>. Okay. <laughs> For people that don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> I'm going to let you take over. We're talking about the Super Mario Brothers trailer. I'm going to let you take over, Eli, because I, I want to know what the hell is going on behind this. Well, so yeah, people are, are, are kind of like, you know, the Super Mario trailer dropped. And we finally got to hear him talk. And it, we, we've all known it's Chris Pratt doing his voice. Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to do some ha- campy Italian accent, you know, and offend a bunch of people? I guess that's going to be offensive. But no, it's just regular ass Chris Pratt talking. <laughs> so Chris Pratt is playing Chris Pratt in another movie. Yeah. playing. What Chris did people Pratt. expect? Yeah. What did yeah. people expect? I mean, <laughs> so so people were bitching. Oh, it's just Chris Pratt. And then he's not sounding like, oh, it's a me, a Mario, or whatever. You know, he's not doing the the that axe, the Italian accent. And um, so yeah, that's what people were. And somebody, I think it was Gomer, posted on on the site about it. And I just made jokes. I made those jokes before. I was like, he should have talked, he should talk like De Niro in Goodfellas. Like, hey, Louis, I got a leak over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, the New York Italian accent, East Coast right. Italian. And we kind of went back and forth, you know. Me and Gomer kind of going back and forth, being stupid, you know, stereotyping New York Italians. And um, I, 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 made a, I made a joke about him slapping Princess Toadstool. <laughs> I'm a fuck. Don't you ever disrespect me. I'll smack you in the mouth. <laughs> you know, that's what I, I left on. it. I guess that violated community standards and I got banned for like, was a 24 i'm still on restriction but okay. I'm, i can post again but i got banned for at least i think a day or two you know <laughs> okay i was like damn let me let me go put some money on eli's book mark and got him so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was just being make cracking jokes on the internet and which you can't do anymore <laughs> <laughs> cancel you know, culture yeah okay thanks hey. a lot yeah y'all <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. I think between the two of us, when it came to Super Mario Bros., I thought for sure I would be the one to get banned on that shit. Not, did you even play the game? Like, I gotta ask you a question. Oh yeah, I you dude, did? okay. OG Mario, not Super. OG Mario. OG Mario in the tunnels where, and shit. Okay. Where you had to like knock the turtles off the pipes and shit. Yeah. I could put a quarter in and be on that shit for like a half hour. Off the okay, one quarter. You, you, you're I, in, I, that you're was in one human. of my games. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my games. You just beat that on one quarter. Yeah, I I never got to the kill screen if there was one, but I I could get up there back in the day. Back in the day, that was one of my games. You're inhuman. Okay, what what are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, so people are mad. Look, let's just get down to the nitty-gritty of it. Okay, so, yes, Chris Pratt is just playing Chris Pratt, even though people should expect Chris Pratt to be playing Chris Pratt. But – we all know what's really going on, Eli. Can we just call it what it is, what it is? Can we call it spade a spade? Sure. We know people don't like Chris Pratt because, like I said, we know he's a Trump supporter. We know he's anti-LGBT. We know he 
is some part of some kind of cult church, something like that. So people are using that, you know, to knock anything he does, you know, just because of his personal life. But I, I feel like none of that shit should matter. All that matters is that he, how he performed. Okay, yeah, he's performing Chris Pratt, but hell, he's made it this far playing Chris Pratt. Why should he switch it up now? Yeah. Chris Pratt in dinosaurs, Chris Pratt in space. Why not Chris Pratt in, in a video game? Let me Chris Pratt. Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing. It's like just because people voted for Trump don't mean they're assholes, man. Give right. them something that's, to do. Right. <laughs> Give them something to do, or they're gonna do something really stupid that you you know they're they'll end up, yeah. Trump will hire them to you know do some fucked up shit, you know. Which he already did, but we're not yeah. gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, like he was doing, like he was hiring all, all his friends to you know be in charge of everything. <laughs> right, like, like Vince no, McMahon's man, let, wife and let, shit. Like let, what? let let Chris Pratt do something. Give him something. Let Roseanne do something. <laughs> let, let, let let Kanye do something. Please. Oh keep no, Ka- no. Keep Kanye busy. Damn it. Because... <laughs> yeah. Let oh. him tweet all he wants, or else some he's gonna do something really. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man, how do we get here? I don't know. Uh, even if you hate Chris Pratt, even if you hate Chris Pratt, go watch the movie for one reason and one reason alone. Jack Black. Jack Black's playing King Cooper. So yeah. And he's gonna kill it because Jack Black actually knows how to do voice acting. So he can kill this shit, you know. Uh honestly, I really didn't give a shit about Chris Pratt playing Chris Pratt. The only the thing that jumped out at me is that why are they adapting Super Mario Brothers 2? I thought that was like a dream world. I was like, that's just me. Because that was the people he was fighting, and I don't know. That's just me. I, I look too deep into it. You know, is it a dream world or? I thought it was a dream world. I don't know. Two was... is where, yeah. Two is two is a weird one. Yeah. So well, three. True, true, true world's a dream world because he woke up in the dream world, like at the end of the game. If you beat the game, did you ever beat the game? Of two, no. Okay, I so yeah, beat I beat. Two. I beat two. So at the end of two. Uh, the credits roll and Mario is sleeping. So basically, just saying that part two was a dream the whole time, like it never happened. Yeah, part two is a weird one. Part three, where he can he can grow the foxtail and like mm-hmm. spin around and fly and shit. Yeah, that was a fun one. I beat that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I want everybody to stop complaining about Chris Pratt playing Chris Pratt because for one thing, the damn movie looks beautiful. I mean, making it just an animation, that was the best idea they could have. But they complained about that shit. But Eli, this is what the fuck we grew up with. <laughs> Think about that shit. This is what we had when we were growing up. So, and this was our King Cooper right here. <laughs> so, so I want Actually, every- King Cooper was a human. Wasn't that just Dennis Hopper? Yeah, it was a human, but he turned into King Cooper at the end. Like, he could transform into a dinosaur or some bullshit like that, whatever like that. And and they had, like, power boots and shit like that. And John Lego Gautama admitted he was drunk the entire time watching the movie. He, like, this movie gave him an alcohol addiction at the end of it, you know. So this is what we had, and this is what y'all had. So I want everybody complaining about Chris Pratt and Super Mario Brothers. Shut the fuck up, because this is what we grew up with. So I don't want anybody to complain about that shit. I, I know I'm sounding like an old parent right now. <laughs> Back in my day, is what we had. I don't give a fuck. Stop complaining. <laughs> Enjoy what you have. So yeah. yeah. Stop bitching. Let motherfuckers work. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, we bringing back John Leguizamo. They <laughs> 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 complain about that shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me say, we move on to the next part of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, it's comic book bullies. We're talking about comic books. And Elias, you go. I think you go. I think you got more books than I do. Really? I only got three. Well, I got three. Okay. Uh, so who wants to go first? <laughs> I, I'll give you the honor. 
I'm doing first. Yep. Okay, I do. Let's see. Well, I guess I'll do. Should I do Batman? Yeah, well, you do Batman. You're not gonna. Did you Did you read this? I did, but I'm gonna let you do your thing. Okay. Uh, where's the share screen, man? Down the bottom, it should be. I don't think they took it away. Uh, I don't see it anywhere, man. Uh, stop. Mute. Present. No, 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 no. I think it's called present now. Is it present? Present now? Yeah, present, oh, share. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Share screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they, did he run an update? They <laughs> okay. no, do like little stealth updates on there. So yeah, Batman 128. Um, Chip Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky. This was just stupid fun. <laughs> <laughs> normally i'm not into the whole like you know batman versus other superhero shit but i gotta say this was kind of fun um so in this storyline batman has or unleashed that what's it called the bat bot or whatever the fuck <laughs> uh, fail safe yeah fail safe that's what it's called <laughs> um and it's basically has it's programmed to take out basically to kill the justice league and and it knows that all their powers and all a fail safe, you know, just in case the Justice League ever turned evil, this bot is programmed to take out every member of the Justice League. So, it including Batman, including yeah. Batman. So, last issue, it beat the living shit out of Batman almost to death, and then Superman showed up, mm-hmm. and Superman's gonna say thinks he's gonna save him, but like, no, man, this 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 robot is programmed to kill all y'all. So, <laughs> Superman tries to fight the robot, but then he. Pull the robot pulls out like kryptonite lightsabers and shit. Right. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, like Batman knows what the robot's about to do, but since he's so fucked up, he, he can't, can't stop. He's like, oh yeah, shit, he's, he's, all, he can't, he's yeah. like paralyzed and shit. He can't say anything. So the robot ends up. Well, no, Superman tries to like fly around it and fly behind him. Right, because because like, yeah. the uh the robot had kryptonite. He's like, okay, I'm gonna just keep my distance. I'm gonna just stay yeah. up. And he can't shoot me. So when he got away from the robot, the robot went for Batman. And then some Superman's trying to stop him getting Batman. He has some kryptonite in his back, like a third kryptonite he didn't yeah, he had reveal. Yeah, like a, like a yeah. fucking kryptonite dick right. pierced out of his <laughs> out of his back and stabbed Superman. And, and Batman knew this shit was about to happen. He was like, wait for it, wait for it. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So Superman's now, now Superman. So Batman and Superman are all fucked up and out of commission. So then like the rest of the Justice League show up. We have fucking Ollie, yeah, Green Arrow show up. We got Martian Manhunter and Black Canary and who's a Hawk Woman. Basically, all these Justice League members start showing up, and the robot has a defense for everybody. Um, was it? He has some kind of super magnet that fucks with Hawk Girl's wings. Right, even though her wings aren't magnetic. Yeah, and then and they they do it anyway. So yeah, and then he puts some kind of muzzle on Black Canary so she can't scream or start suffocating <laughs> or whatever. She can't take a breath and, and scream. Um, was he pull out the he blows up the block for uh to fire a Martian Manhunter? Um, yeah, shits it on fire, yeah, yeah. So he's basically taking out all these Justice League members. Finally, uh, is it uh, the two Robins, a Dick and uh, um, Dick I, or Ali, and yeah. Tim. it's Tim, yeah. yeah. They they grab Superman and Batman, they take off in the jet, They're like we got to get these guys out of here, and um, uh, they're flying away. And the, the robot's chasing him. <clears throat> and Batman's like, yo, man, you got to take him to the fucking, take, get Superman to the Fortress of Solitude, let him re-up and, 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 and recover. I, 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 I'm out. And he like jumps out of the fucking 
jet into the ocean because he knows uh, uh, Aquaman's going to save him. So uh, Aquaman shows up and saves saves uh, uh, Batman, gives him some fish magic or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he covers his head. Hey, man. He's like, you've been out for like how long? He was out for a while. like, a, uh, like Two a weeks. Week. He was out like two weeks. weeks. Yeah, he's out for a while. Like, so what, what's happened? Oh, Gotham has fallen again. <laughs> Since you've been gone, the robots taken over Gotham, and there's like drone patrols, and you know, um, your bat family, all you know, all your your the bat family are like laying low. Um, but he 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 want he's basically daring you to come back. He he's looking for you. He's looking for Batman. Um, he's looking for you, and basically, the 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 robot basically creates this big giant like uses all the lights in Gotham to create this huge ass yeah this huge like, ass everybody bat can symbol. see it yeah yeah this bat symbol is like yeah he's he's call, basically calling you and that's kind of where it ends <laughs> no oh and he's and I think he has other robots too I think he, I think he multiplied himself yeah he's got yeah he's got like drones like yeah. around the city like, and then and they're actually like all around the world looking for Batman yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah this is crazy just crazy stupid can't be superhero fun. I, I I enjoyed it. So four to five. Cool. Okay. All right. Next book we're going to do is uh crisis. Crisis on. I'm I'm beyond. I don't. There's so many crises. <laughs> oh, this is the DC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dark crisis on infinite earth number five. So oh, this is remember. I can remember that. Okay. So where we last left off. Okay. Just League's dead, but they're not dead. They're an imaginary world. Black Adam it decided to join the, uh, Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom uh, got corrupted, and now they're trying to kill him. That's where we left off. So, yeah. Let's get to it. All right. So, uh, yeah, and they show the map of the multiverse, and it's slowly being corrupted by the great darkness. You know. Uh, where are we? Yeah, and then uh, that's when we get the Black Adam. The Legion of Doom has been taken on by the great darkness. And he's fucking them up. He's just like, I be, I'm, I kill. Uh, the old, the old dark army couldn't kill me. What makes you think y'all can kill me? You know, that's when uh, Sinestro like shut the fuck up and shuts his mouth up. You know, now he can't transform. And now everybody's fighting him. That's when you get Sidewinder, Sideways. I can't remember the guy's name. Tommy, T- terrific, that guy, and some other people. Oh, anyway, they rescue. Though. I don't think I fucked his name up, but anyway, <clears throat> they rescue Shazam. They get him out of here before the Legion of Doom can kill him. And they teleport back to the Hall of Justice. Meanwhile, the Hall of Justice, you know, and that's when Nightwing says, you're welcome, you know. Uh, and they did a scan, basically, Tommy Terrific. I know I fucking his name up. I don't care. Uh, he's saying that, yes, the darkness is uh, magnified the closer you get to Deathstroke. So you take out Deathstroke, you take all of them out, you know. Uh, and basically, his army is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. He's possessing people, stuff like that. Nightwing says, okay, uh, Barbara, get every single superhero you can. Give them to the Hall of Justice right now. He's like, but if you get everybody here, won't Deathstroke know? He's like, I want Deathstroke to know. So that's where we go from that. Uh, that's when we go to Pariah. He has rebuilt the Infinite Earths. You know, uh, they're stabilizing. He got his Dark Army. You know, standby. He got he captured all the Green Lanterns, and he's just looking, basically saying that uh, talking to the Great Darkness. Uh, as soon as I fix this, you know you'll return me to what I was, so I ain't got to be teleporting place to place. So Flash is fighting Batman. Anyway, Green Lantern finds out that the 
the imagination getting weaker so he transformed to green lantern and the way he stops batman is using his green lantern ring to show him the bat family when you see the bat family, it, it snaps him back to reality like, oh shit I'm, I'm batman what the fuck is going on here so then they basically say we need to go rescue the just league while we're doing that the great darkness map is getting more and more corrupted uh all the superheroes are coming to the hall of justice nightwing has a plan he wants the jsa since they're more magic based to find out what is corrupting the multiverse meanwhile everybody else fights deathstroke that's playing you know so uh they're like okay and then the teen titans is looking like oh so we it's us let's fight deathstroke again like yeah we fight deathstroke let's go so and then the guard stands up beast boy he's like and he's got an eye patch now because deathstroke shot his eye out so he's like look i want to if you fight deathstroke i want to fight deathstroke and he hugs him like hey let's go okay so then they go out there superman is back this john kent with swamp thing they did something robin has a plan he's gonna go into the teleporting and follow his adventure in some other book some other crossover and that's when the flashes show up and they're like okay he's here and they're basically talking about deathstroke so deathstroke's just like then i t- i told you heroes stop being heroes and since you're not being heroes we're gonna come to the hall of justice we're gonna tear this whole bitch down and everybody in it so they decide to go in there rush everybody and that's when nightwing and everybody's just like and that's uh black adam's like hold up y'all stop right now y'all go out there you're gonna die and you know this is like hold up black adam we didn't save you to to tell us what to do he was like look they just killed like you're a fool son of uh Kal-El. they just killed the justice league real heroes they killed the legion of doom all these guys are better than you they're real heroes y'all are heroes y'all are sidekicks y'all are children y'all are not the justice league and that's when uh nightwing says we never were justice league with titans so that's when you got all the titans teen titans go teen titans all the teen titans rush out and just take everybody See, that's how they should have just led the book just say just leave gone teen titans gotta save the world that's how you say so they fucking up everybody's like look we just need to get to deathstroke and this should be over with but deathstroke is like too heavily protected you know uh and then he even sends his daughter rose after they go kill nightwing meanwhile they find clark clark is in his own planet and he sees the just leave behind him he was like yeah i know you're behind me put the lasso away diana he's like what what you doing he was like yeah i, I already knew i'm in a dream i know this is a dream world i've known this for a while but i can't escape you know but now that you guys are here we can kind of like mind meld together and we can use it to escape ourselves and since i know we're in a dream basically like like uh dream warriors and freddy krueger like he even more powerful like neo he's more powerful than ever was before because he knows in a dream so he can control the dream you know like okay let's go fuck up uh pariah you know so they go get him uh the darkness is getting getting more corrupted and pariah but that's when since they leave those worlds the infinite earths are starting to get fucked up you know and that's when the just league show up and you know they just stand with pariah like it's over pariah it's, you're done and pariah's telling them no it's not done i killed you you guys are dead so if you leave this world this imaginary world that you're tied to you will no longer exist so the world's go you go you know and that's when you know they're fucking up they're, they're fucking up some shit and that's when pariah is just like uh oh i gotta go <laughs> and he leaves and that's when they realize the superman remembers pariah's powers that he always goes to any planet that's about to be destroyed so take five guesses where he went to and flash is like oh shit we need to get home it's, it's about to get bad real quick and that's when pariah shows up you know in front of uh the teen titans and dick is like oh shit and black Adam like i told you <laughs> you're gonna die fighting these guys 
And that's when you see Pariah with all the Dark Army, Doomsday, Dark Side, Spectre, Eclipso, everybody. And just finna just fuck shit up. So yeah. And the uh, next issue saying to be continued to the death of the DC universe. So yeah. So shit's getting real. So yeah. Uh cool. two more two more books left in this thing, I think, and then it's that's a wrap. So yeah. Cool. So uh yeah, what you uh, what you got next? Well, I'll continue with DC and I got Poison Ivy number five. Um so we finally find out who the green man is. It is not Swamp Thing. Huh. It is Woodrue, the Floronic. Floronic man. That was my second guess. That was my second guess. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, so basically this whole series we've watched, it's more of a character study. Uh, Poison Ivy's been going around the country spreading this fungus, trying to infect humanity and turn everybody back into plants and save the earth. Um in this issue, she's uh, basically having flashbacks and, well, she's basically found Woodrow. And, um, and we're, we're, we're treated to flashbacks of her life, of how he created her, I guess, in post-crisis. Um, he created her and, like, injected her with whatever fluid and stuff. And, and sort of just highlighting her hatred well, towards him and how... Woodrow was the scientist in Batman and Robin, the movie? Yeah. That was that was him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. But I think like the her original one back in the sixties was mm-hmm. like because that was before Woodrow was ever a thing, right? Yeah, I think Woodrow like in the eighties or some shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it was like a post crisis thing where they revamped her origin and Woodrow basically infected her with the plant serum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so uh so yeah, she's basically, you know, wants revenge. This is all basically all about revenge. She's after after Woodrow. She's, you know, he he created her and turned her into this monster. So we get like this the sense of her duality that there's Pamela, her human side, and Poison Ivy, her evil dark side. Um, and then there's like a like a sort of a dreamy sequence where she can hear Batman. And um, he's actually encouraging her, like, hey, remember your human side. You know, you you know. Um, so, and Woodrow basically says, yeah, the, the reason why your spores aren't working because they were never meant to be like a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, they're an infection, but after a while, they sort of, you know, um, die out because you're killing all their hosts. A, a virus can't survive if it, too long, if you're just going to, if the host dies. You know, so that's why this your plan is failing. But she ends up injecting him <clears throat> with the with the that fungus in the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of where it ends. So, um, of course, he's all angry and shit. Um, uh, so yeah, it, 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 this is it's not so much like I said. This this is not so much like a, a straight up like superhero battle or just comic book punch him up it's more of a character study we're getting into we're getting a, a, a more character depth about poison ivy who she is and why she does she's not defined by harley quinn you know what i mean she's not like you know um hmm. that whole thing like she's basically harley quinn's girlfriend no she's this book is creating her own identity which i think is kind of cool so yeah it was it was, it was cool four out of five 
Is, is this the last book, or I mean, I like know. the last of that? Run? No, there's. It says there's another one coming. So, okay. I think this might be an ongoing for a little bit. We'll we'll see. It says next next up, old wounds. But yeah, the art is cool. It's got a really creepy, uh, you know, dark horror sort of tone. The 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 dream sequences. Like Woodrow, look, I don't know if you can see that, but Woodrow looks see if pretty I can dope. Blow you up, let's see. Oh yeah, okay, they changed the design on him. Okay. Yeah, he's he looks pretty dope, and there's like these really cool like dream sequences and stuff, you know, that are you know, pretty cool. So, yeah, I'm digging it. So okay, okay. All right. Uh, next book I'm going to review is Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, so they have another Spider-Man book, which this isn't just a big thing. Spider-Man, just Spider-Man. That's all. It's not like amazing said, or sensational, or he's just. This is that, like I said, Marvel normally cranks out like four Spider-Man ongoing titles at one time, like within a month, and they don't care. They just crank them shits out, you know. So that's what they're doing now. So this is another Spider-Man book, you know. Um, it's written by Dan Slott and Mark Bagley, like two of the most high-profile Spider-Man people. You know that work on them, so that's what the, that's one reason I decided to get the book. I want to see I want to see what they do because I don't think they actually I think it's the first time they've ever worked together or not. They worked together before. Mm-hmm. They've had to work together before. Uh, anyway, like I say, the Spider Man book. Let's start off with it. Uh, it's kind of catch you up. Yeah, great power performance, responsibility. Yeah, 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 that shit. Okay, uh, Spider Man up to date. He is on the phone with Norman Osborn, his boss, and Norman is telling him somebody's uh, hijacked one of our Oscorp trucks. But I'm in business meetings all day. So you know what? I figured, why don't you do it? You ain't doing shit. So and plus, you're on my payroll anyway. You're like, I don't like this, Norman. Like, just go do the shit, Peter. And you're like, okay. So Peter goes and see. And his suit is new because his suit uh, is an Oscorp suit. And he's got like this little drone called Bug. You know, and it's like high-tech suit. So Norman can like keep track of everything he's doing. So he sees the Oscorp truck. Uh, is shooting at the cops. Cops can get to him. The drone flies on them and it basically EMPs the truck. The truck goes into a store for the people come there. Spider-Man grabs by the way. Boom, truck runs into it and he saved everybody. Spider-Man doing his normal, you know, stick, you know, laughing at people. Hey, bad guys, look at me. You know, shit like that. And then that's when some dude yells out, hey, y'all, it's a superhero fight. So as soon as that guy says that, everybody pulls out phones. And Spider-Man like, why don't I get the hell out of here, man? What are y'all doing? You're like, man, it's two good dudes with guns, man. It ain't like you're fighting a rhino. You got this, Spider-Man, you know. And you Spider-Man like, yeah, you know what? I do got this. So Spider-Man is not even taking these guys seriously. Matter of fact, he's singing the whole time doing it. He's singing his theme song, but like doing a remix version of it. And while he's doing a, a singing remix version of it, you can see two dudes in the background, two kids, basically drumming, you know, to the beat of the, you're like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, you know, doing his, <laughs> that shit. So Spider-Man takes where we're, these guys are nothing. You know, and then everybody, the crowd starts clapping. He's like, thank you, New York. You're too kind. And, and he webs him up and, you know, basically, oh, and he talks to this one guy. He's like, man, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm live streaming you, Spider-Man. Like, you you taking pictures of Spider-Man? Yep. And I'm monetizing it. He's like, well, damn, that's the shit I used to do. You know, so basically they put him out of business. So, yeah, uh, so the kids do that. And meanwhile, the big bad guy, the real bad guy of it, Shanantra, Shanta, ah, some Loom World, whatever her name is. Anyway, she wants, she goes to the multi, throughout the multiverse killing Spider-Man. She wants to kill the Spider-Man. So she sends a swarm out there to them and boom, that's it. Meanwhile, we go to another multiverse 
and they're also spying on spider-man they're like you know what we're gonna help the spider-man out because the main bad guy's making a move so we're going to put like suggestions in the other spider people on there to help out the chosen spider and the chosen spider is peter parker of 616 so they basically gotta do everything they can to protect him you know and that's the thing so moving on past that uh spider-man's just hanging out and that's when he gets his and a whole bunch of swarm of bugs come in and about to attack everybody and spider-man like oh shit we gotta get the hell out of here and then even the bad guys he just webbed up and like spider-man help us help us they're like okay i'll get you guys out of here he's like you gonna save us spider-man they're like yeah i'm not the punisher yeah i'll save you you know so he gets the guys out of there uh and it's spider wasps that are stinging everybody and that's when his old bad guy moreland shows up you know he's like oh hello peter parker so he don't even give him a chance because that guy goes to like multiverse to multiverse killing spider-man here also so he just tries to punch the shit out of him nothing works and he's like oh and he just slaps the shit out of him just with one hand just almost knocks him unconscious you're like oh shit i got no chance so yeah he destroys the bug he's punching him basically spider-man just gets his ass whooped by this guy nothing he can do uh he ain't even touched him yet you know so while he's getting his ass beat uh that's when he's like oh well, i got something for you oh and norman sees that he get his ass beat by yeah he just gets the shit beat out of him and that's when he gets webbed up by silk and miles morales so i don't have time to explain silk she's the thing so peter's just like wait a minute if silk's here and miles is here and spider woman's here and Moreland's here oh shit are we doing another spider verse you're like yeah man this is spider verse <laughs> so he lampshades himself and you know and uh Meanwhile, they get bit by those spider wasps, and it seems like every time they get bit, they freak out and they start attacking Moreland, you know, shit like that. Um, but nothing they do can stop Moreland. Moreland's just still coming at him, and that's when you get Spider-Man to War. Spider-Man to War shows up. He's like, "Yo, y'all fighting Moreland without me? I don't appreciate that shit," you know. So he shows up, uh, and he was like, and Peter like is waking it up, and like I said, he still got his ass beat, and that's when he sees that Spider-Man to War pulls out a knife. And he used the knife to stab Spider-Woman. Like, oh, shit. Stabbed in the gut. But then Spider-Woman's just like, okay, I didn't really feel shit. There's no blood anywhere like that. And Spider-Man Spider is like, oh, I didn't uh, end your life. I severed your web of life. And then she starts to, like, unravel and shit. And she's gone out of there. And Spider-Man's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? You know, so before, you know, Spider-Man can do the same shit to uh, Spider-Man, Moreland helps out spider the war i mean helps out spider-man and it's more than trying to tell him look i was trying to tell you before y'all started attacking me i'm on your side peter they sending guys after you i'm here to save you oh like you yeah you're on my team yeah and that's what spider war shows yeah there's nobody else coming to save you it's just you guys because everybody else in the multiverse i've already corrupted and that's when you get uh i'll just show you these guys let's see spider uk spider gwen and spider girl mayday mayday parker and he's like punk. spider punk yeah what i say spider okay yeah i meant spider punk yeah and he's already corrupted them and now they're gonna fight them to try to turn them over their side also uh to continue yeah so that's going on with that so it's another spider verse they're saying this is supposed to be the last spider verse story just like hmm. dc always saying it's last crisis so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Right. so uh what you got next I have that uh, Earth Divers number one. Ooh, okay, okay. You you, you got to set this one up. You got to set this one up. Okay. Did you read this? I did not. 
<laughs> but I've been hearing about it. So. <clears throat> okay, so this is uh, IDW um, publishing. Um, so Stephen Graham Jones, he's a native horror writer. I've actually read a few of his books. I'm a fan. Um, so this is one of uh, one of. He's actually written for Mar. He did that one. He had a story in one of the Marvel uh, Indigenous Marvel books. Um, and um, he's written a couple other comics. Um, he's actually got a so a how a shameless plug a how that where that indigenous werewolf comic anthology that I have a story in. He's got mm -hmm. a story in it too. So I'm kind nice. of nice. Okay, like, quite you, proud you, of look that. at you hobnobbing <laughs> with <laughs> with the big boys. <laughs> so this is his uh, his new comic book called Earth Divers, and it's a sci-fi time travel story. So it's basically, it starts out, it's a hundred years in the future. The earth is dead and dying. Um, and a group of Native Americans find a portal in a cave, like a time portal in a cave. And they decide to send one of them back in time to kill Christopher Columbus. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, okay. because the idea being <clears throat> that the world the world's downfall started with the creation of America, the colonizations of America. Mm -hmm. So that's the premise. Um, so it's like an old, you know, like, you know, like the old sci-fi tropes of, or time travel trope, let's go back in time and kill Hitler. That way, you know, we'll save the world by, you know, changing history. And that's kind of the same premise here, only it has a, an indigenous spin on it. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's got it's pretty cool. It's got it's an interesting concept. It's very tense because the the one guy goes back in time, and he he stands out right away. The he's on he's actually a crew member on one of the on the Santa Maria, which is one of Christopher Columbus's trips, and they they don't trust him. They think he's a stowaway. They think he's a saboteur. Um, so so the bulk of the book is he's trying not to blow his cover, um, and he's wondering. Because he knows he learned Portuguese. He learned he knows that he he thinks he knows the history of what's happening and when when certain events happen. Um, so that's going on. And then we also switch back and forth between you know what's going on in 1492 to the future, to his friends back in the future who are like, I wonder if this is working because nothing has changed. You know, the world's still fucked up. Did he die? Did he fail the mission? Is this gonna work? Maybe we got the history wrong. So, um, so there's this whole theme of history. If the history is 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 correct, and they're trying to like wondering if they're the history books that they read are correct because, you know, nothing's changing. So there's this like comment on the whitewashing of indigenous history going on mm. through this. Um, so there's that. I mean. Um, my only critique is it gets a little exposition heavy, and I think that's just you know, Jones is you know he's a novelist. He likes to write words, and um, you know we've seen that when all great writers of novels come into comics, they tend to get a little word heavy. So that right. that happens in this. They don't you know? let the art speak for itself. Right? Yes, they 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 kind of cover up the panels with with text, you know. So that's my only gripe with this. It's, it's just a minor critique. I think the idea is strong enough to keep me hooked. It is an interesting take on the time travel myth. And I just got to say that 
you know, killing Columbus to, to save the future is a bold statement. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the creation of America is what led to the end of the world is a bold statement <laughs> that I, that, that, that I, that I, I find hard to debate, you know, cause the modern world exists because of what happened because of the colonization of America. Right. You know, all the, all the food, a lot of the foods and ingredients in modern cuisine originated on these two continents, including potatoes. Yes. The Irish famine, think a native potatoes were grown in, I believe Peru. <laughs> they originated in Peru. The Irish famine was saved by potatoes, you know, and, at, and for hundreds of years, they didn't even want to eat potatoes because they were growing out of the ground and they thought anything that came out of the ground was closer to hell. So they thought it was blasphemous to eat anything out of the ground. What the <laughs> hell? Okay. Yes. Religion. Don't you just love religion? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so like, like I said, a lot of the tomatoes, a lot of stuff that modern cuisine, a lot of those foods originated um, in the Americas in, in these two continents. Um, same thing with medicine. A lot of the herbs and ingredients in modern medicine originated on these two continents. Um, you know, world trade, the Hudson Bay Company, the fur traders we saw in Prey, that was the mm -hmm. Hudson Bay Company. They were the, that was the very first multinational corporation, which led to world trade. Copper that was mined in South America, that replaced gold as a currency, creating a working class. So... Hundreds of years of misuse of the resources of the Americas, the new world, quote unquote, has resulted in this, the world we have now, where, you know, and which is all made possible because of Columbus's journey. You know, yes, you could say, yeah, the Vikings were here first, but they didn't open it up to world trade. Columbus right. started the slave trade. Columbus started human trafficking. Um, so it's hard to argue that, yes, the end of the world was the result of the creation of America. <laughs> and that's what these uh, characters believe, these native characters in the future. Like, we, we got to save the world. Let's go back and kill Columbus. So right. I just think that's a great idea. Um, and, did did um, anybody bring up the Hitler paradox? I, I You know, it's funny. As I, almost, I, was, I wrote a review. I write for a, a website called Tribe Called Geek. It's a native nerd website. And uh, I kind of refer to the I refer to the Doctor Who episode. I refer mm. to the X Men too. I was like, X Men are always going back in time and trying to, you know, create a new world and fail every time. <laughs> I brought up Doctor Who, how they it would create a time paradox. <laughs> <laughs> yes, going back in time and changing history. That means you don't ever go back in time to change the history. If you go back right. and kill Hitler, that means World War Two never end happened and a bunch of shit never happened. You never went back in time. So it creates this right. paradox, and which will destroy the universe or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> or, in, or in just Dr. make it. Lore. Yeah, like I said, like I said, there's also the grandfather paradox. Like I said, if you go back in time yeah. and kill your grandfather, then you, you don't exist to go back in time to kill your grandfather to begin with. Yeah. So it never happened. So, so it's, according to like Doctor Who lore, there's like fixed moments in time that just can't be changed. Right. So. I don't know. It would be cool to see how how this how this plays out, you yeah. know. But I think all the, the or they could just ignore it, you know. Just say, yeah, fuck I mean, look like Endgame, like Endgame, right? <laughs> <laughs> like fuck all that, man. We got time for this shit. <laughs> yeah, um, but like all great time travel tales, that they do those themes do come up. Can you change history, 
or is history just doomed to keep repeating itself? Right. Is it Back to the Future or is it Terminator? Yeah. Um, Predestination. I, th- you know, I think the main theme of Earth Divers, this comic, is is the history we were taught even true? And I think that's that's what this is more about because they're wondering if they got the history right because he's not he's wondering am I is this the right time? Am I you know maybe I got the culture wrong because he he thought he studied you know to go back in time and try to blend in with the you know in 1492 and they they can tell he's a is an outsider so it's an interesting con- concept interesting ideas um i hope you know jones's writing eases back on the text and like you said let the art speak for itself mm-hmm. um but it, it's a cool idea and it coincides with indigenous people's day <laughs> <laughs> right just landed right on it so yeah and this and this uh i guess i don't know if this is an ongoing series but this this story arc is called kill columbus you know so it's 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 there to make waves it's there and it's it's from an indigenous perspective and that's what that's what we think <laughs> you know nice so yeah i give it a four out of five okay you, you got me interested you got me interested in it to be honest with you so yeah yeah all right uh Eli, what if I told you that the book I'm going to do is going to be the most controversial book we do tonight? Okay. The next one I'm going to do. Okay. Right. Uh, the next one I'm going to do is Avengers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I, mean, I, 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 I got to set it up. I'm, when I when I explain the story, you'll understand why it's controversial. Okay, so it's Avengers. Um, it was actually a free comic book. Yeah, yeah, it's it's free on Marvel's website right now. Matter of fact, I might even put the link out if you want to read it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to just jump into it. Let's see what we got here. Okay, so the book the book is actually called, the name of it is Everyday Heroes. That's the name of the book. And let's just, just jump into it. Let's see if I can get to it. It's just a one-shot book. It's not like, and it's not connected continuity-wise with anything. Just a one-shot, get in, get out. But Was here's it the reason. It's not a comic. It's on Marvel's is website. It's on Marvel. Okay. Marvel.com. So Marvel.com right now. Here's the reason the book is so controversial. Because it was sponsored and co-written by Pfizer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Co- co-written by Pfizer. Yes. Like they they like sponsored, <clears throat> put money up, and basically they put input on the book. So yes. This okay. is uh this is a commercial, basically. Okay. Yeah. So let's just jump into it. Like I said, uh, you're among everyday heroes, you know. So they basically get into it, and the <laughs> Avengers are fighting Ultron. Oh, matter of fact, they're in uh, a COVID vaccination. They're in a hospital right now with COVID. They basically getting they're getting vaxxed, you know. Uh, and everybody's wearing everybody's wearing masks, and they're watching the news. The Avengers are fighting Ultron. They and they've been fighting Ultron for a while. So basically, just like and the the granddad basically saying like, I already know how this is going to play out. Ultron, because Ultron, I know everything about Ultron kids. He said the grandkids like this. So Ultron was made in a lab. And when Ultron was first made, they didn't know how to stop him. He was just causing terror all over the world. But eventually, the Avengers got enough knowledge and did enough research on him to learn how to stop Ultron. You know, so, but the thing was, Ultron kept coming back. Ultron kept multiplying. Oh, oh, there's a Pfizer 
commercial in the back of one of the panels also. Uh, Yeah. And it was like, so, yes. So, but every time Ultron comes back and even though he comes stronger than before, the Avengers change up their tactics. So yes, the first, the, you, the way they beat Ultron last time, it won't work the next time. So they have to change up their tactics because they learn more research. They learn more about them. And plus they have to use the community around them to help. You know, so you just tell them the stuff like that. Meanwhile, going through the history of how they fought Ultron, shit like that, basically saying that Ultron was a basically he's like a virus, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and basically the reason that the granddad knows all this stuff, you know, uh, because oh, and they, they shot Ultron in the space. That should happen too, whatever, like that. But basically, the reason the granddad knows this stuff because the granddad used to work for Damage Control. That's how he knows uh because so he used to work with the avengers back in the day when the avengers do some fucked up shit he used to be the one to do cleanup you know uh so yeah so and that's the thing so basically granddad saying so but don't worry we've got to count on the avengers to do their part and we expected avengers to do their part but we have to do our part and that's when the nurse comes in so is everybody ready for the booster shot and the kids like yay and the ending panel i gotta show you this ending panel <laughs> Oh, and the kids, like I said, the kids no granddad. I mean, the Avengers no granddad also. But we'll just skip to the end. Here we go. This panel. This is the panel that sent everybody flying off the handle. I'm going to see if I can remove this shit. Uh, basically, the Avengers are standing there, and everybody is also standing there with them. With uh, <laughs> with booster shots, like with, with booster bandages. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so you can imagine the folks that saw this. So like, were they you, so was yeah. this a was it were they getting a booster for an Ultron virus? No, they getting a booster for COVID. Oh, okay. But the granddad was basically telling them how Ultron is like COVID and how the Avengers are like the booster shot and making a comparison. So okay. you should read the comment section on this Twitter page when Pfizer oh. posted this shit. It's exactly what you think it is. I don't, yeah, I, I had enough of reading the Indigenous People Days condescension. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm comment, I'm comment sectioned out. <laughs> yeah, it's there. You got all those, those guys that make those YouTube videos. That's just stuff like that. You know, it's funny. Uh, it, it, even when the when the granddad says, "Don't worry, Iron Man will come out with a plan with the fight Ultron," because Iron Man is a science scientist and <laughs> You trust science. <laughs> like, you don't go against science. So he says that in the book. I'm like, oh, that's really going to piss people off right there. So, yeah. And, yes, this is a Pfizer-sponsored uh, book. This is just a commercial to get a booster shot. So, Well, damn. Maybe, yeah. I got Moderna. What are they going to – they, they going to do a DC book? Like, <laughs> <laughs> They want people to get Moderna. They don't <laughs> – <laughs> I want to team up with DC to do that shit. <laughs> oh man, something. so that's it. Moderna, yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, or something. Give me something cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man, so that's the book. So yeah, and keep in mind, Marvel did not advertise this book at all. I heard nothing about it. I just, dude, I just looked on. I got Marvel Unlimited. I just like couldn't find it. <laughs> no, it's like on Marvels dot Marvel dot com. com or whatever. Yeah, it's okay, on yeah, that site. I just yeah, like it up that, on so. the app, and I didn't see it anywhere. I'll be uh, the the re, the only reason I found out about this book the quartering. They <laughs> okay. went nuts over this shit. They were like, "Ooh, woke Marvels to like that." So I was just like, oh, let me just read this book. So it's going. It's free. Let's just read it. And 
I can see how it can be polarizing, but at the same time, like I said, it's I'm, I'm not gonna get there. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. It's Marvel is ballsy for doing this book. I just know that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anything else you got? Or no, nah, I'm I'm booked out. Okay, we're all booked out. All right, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, like I said, we couldn't avoid, you know, not doing it today. Yesterday was just not gonna happen. Sorry, it just wasn't gonna happen. I got shut down. Uh, next week we'll come up with some more stuff. I'm pretty sure some more horror stuff is coming Halloween, out. Halloween, I think, comes out on Peacock. The new Halloween this week. Yeah, I will watch that. I will watch that. Okay, I didn't watch anything else, but I'll watch that. <laughs> I gotta see how it ends. I think that's about uh, it, right? When does Black that, Adam come out? That comes the out week soon. after. Okay. Yeah, which is weird for Black Adam to come out in October or some shit like that. I don't. That's yeah. weird. No. Uh, but yeah, everybody check us out. Uh, share our shit. Watch the reaction videos. We have another video online also right now. That is okay. We took uh, the Thor versus Hulk, you know, storyline from different episodes of the podcast. I passed them all together. They're in one neat little. Thing. it's like 30 minutes long you want to just watch the whole complete story it's there we did it so yeah i chopped it down it's yeah easy to digest you know until then this is leroy this is eli we'll talk to you guys next week same bullet time same bully channel you will not be able to stay home brother you will not be able to plug in turn on and cop out not be able to lose yourself on skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised this right here for the number one number one shit with your number one you ain't number one just another one now everybody saying that the number one ring the alarm the caterpillar keeps firing oh we in the war where butterflies keep dying ah I'm a product of Parker, Lewis, and Kubiak. If I didn't do this, where in the fuck would you be at? See, there's a difference between us. When I spit hit arenas, you would drip from my penis. I eat lions and sip hyenas. You number one when it come to slaughtered mics. I'm trying to be number one in my son and daughter life. Uh, all you niggas, my little rapper babies. Y'all my children, y'all bit my shit and contracted rabies. Don't you grade me next to these rappers, baby, that's degrading. My style got so many different facets. I switch into so many different passions. I'm skipping class to be fascinating. My pen is like Big Ben and shit, just a classic waiting. Your favorite rapper come at me, I'll just decapitate him. Out here congratulating these hazmats who had their highs. These rappers only won they matches because they strategize. I bring adequate to these patterns and here's my battle cry. Ring the alarm, the caterpillar's firing. Flies keep dying. Ah. Hey. This right here for the number one. Number one shit with your number one. You ain't number one, just another one. Now everybody saying that the number one kid take your number one quick. Number one song, get your number one chick. Number one fly with your number one kid. When it's all done, then your number goes sweet. Hold up, wait a minute, guess what I'ma never do? Show so much respect to you, that I feel like we're friends, so now we're no longer competitors. That could be the death of you. Never let someone who's not as smart as you cash you up and tell you something you never knew. Always stay professional, you always gon' make revenue. Don't let people next to you that don't want the best for you. It's completely normal to hold on to a regret or two. I do what I wanna do, they do what I let them do. Everything these niggas be saying is a fucking lie. It's nothing I can say to you that is real. Remember when you praising the butterfly? Don't you ever disrespect the fucking caterpillar? This right here for the number one, number one shit with.
Cause dad taught you to rap as a damn toddler yeah. My dad is your grandfather yeah. I have to rehatch on you yeah. Come back as a black wasp yeah. Half yellow jacket you can't swat a Sasquatch dancing on top of an ant Trample it and stomp it Smash it and stand on it Damn it I can't stop it The rap is a badge And I'm going in like a tampon And this bitch it's a manslaughter Stamping out grasshoppers You can't be no rap gods In fact you're exact opposite You make a wax song And can't hold a candle But even Danielson wax off You jack offs Need to come to grips like a hand job. The boom bap is coming back with an axe to mumble rap Lumberjack with a hacksaw Number one but my pencils are number twos Cause that's all I do when I'm poop is my suit And I'm on the john like a prostitute When I'm dropping the deuce And when I'm producing them lyrical power movements These beats are like my saloons Cause these bars always got my stools in them And I don't need Metamucil to loosen them Bitch shit is real like I poop Jerusalem I'm about to go spin another cocoon And I'm cutting you from your mother's womb Then I'm flushing you <laughs> 